Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Boy, you have foolsy, bloatsy, sweetsy, brownsy, poop madness! <laughs> Expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers. This is the way. So I had a crazy thought while I was at work today, and this is one of those I think only I could have this thought, but we'll see. Okay. So I was walking along uh, down the street as I do every day and uh, while I was walking I farted and I thought to myself, you know, what if like I had farted so hard that I lost my balance and I fell in the road and right as I was falling in the road a truck was coming and I died because that truck hit me because I fell in the road all because I farted too hard. So what you're saying is you somehow got final destination into farting. farting at the right moment where you would fall over into the road and die from a car. Yep. I mean, that was basically it, my thought was that, yeah, I basically just die from being final destination by farting. I mean, that would be, I, I would have, I would probably have some fun with your, with your eulogy. <laughs> like I could only think of three ways Matt could have died. Farting, in, <sighs> farting himself into the road. Uh, and getting killed was not exactly up there, but it would. Uh, but I'm also but not it makes surprised. Sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, this is two broke geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And you know what I just found out? And you're gonna hmm. get mad at this because it's more Fortnite talk. Uh, apparently, Superman and Rick from Rick and Morty are gonna be now characters you can play in it. Oh yeah, I think I saw that Rick was going to be there because uh, uh, it was on the Rick and Morty page. Yeah, I thought it was like a... I saw it there first and I was like, oh, this must be like a gag of some sort. But no, he, it's a playable character now for Rick and... You can play as Rick Sanchez or Superman in hmm. like their in Fortnite's next big like rollout thing. And I'm like, wow, I hate Fortnite more now. <laughs> Did you see today it got revealed that Marvel Legends is putting out a Walmart exclusive compound Hulk? I did see that and I kind of want it. It's weird. Like, I, I, it's like Two-Face, but Hulk. Yeah, it's a, I don't even think that's an actual uh, character. Yeah. Uh, I think that was just something that they threw together. Be like, oh, we need something like that. Probably. It's it's half regular Hulk, half Red Hulk. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want it because I want it with the rest of the majority of my Hulks from Diamond Selects. It's pretty funny. I'm still I'm still baffled by the list of characters that McFarlane's going to be putting out in the next like 
by a oh, yeah. Where is that list? I gotta look that list up now because it's like uh, all, some of it's them like three, might... It's like all three Jokers from the three Jokers. Yep, I'm pretty excited about that. Let's see. Uh, oh, crap. It was several days ago. I'm never gonna find this. Oh, here we go. Never mind. I did find <laughs> it. I'm never gonna... There it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, Speed Force Flash from the Justice League movie. So, eh. Animated Flash. Pretty excited about that. Animated Superman in the yeah. black suit. And Lex Luthor in his power suit. That's pretty awesome. Lobo. Eh. Reverse Flash. The Lobo yes. one, I was actually like, ooh, Lobo. <laughs> uh, Superboy Prime from Infinite Crisis. That's pretty exciting. Uh, the Three Jokers version of Batgirl, the Three Jokers version of Red Hood, the Three Jokers version of Batman. All of this I'm excited about because these are all characters based on uh, Jason Fabic art. And Jason Fabic is probably my favorite comic book artist of all time. He's so good. Um, and then, of course, The Killing Joke, Death in the Family, and classic versions of the Jokers from Three Jokers. Uh, there's going to be a... DC collector mega fig of Swamp Thing and a variant of Swamp Thing. Hell it doesn't yeah. specify what sort of edition or what sort of variant, but it just says variant. So Yeah, give me more. Oh, and Swamp then a uh, Mortal Kombat 7 um Mortal Kombat uh version of Joker from when Joker appeared in Mortal Kombat. Ew, gross. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the one um no, I'm thinking of um, Joker from uh, Infinite Crisis, where the, he the inf- had the shirt open. Yeah. Or not Infinite Crisis, um, 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 Injustice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, the Mortal Kombat one's not that great either. I gotta look. I mean, it's better. It's definitely better than the Injustice one, but... Oh, that's uh, not bad. I, I would get that version of the Joker as a figure. I don't know. I have a, I have, I'm still waiting for them to just pull the trigger and McFarlane just goes nuts with all the death metal Batman variants. I mean, he's basically done that already though. Uh, no, we still have all the, we still have like the baby Batman and dino Batman or was it like Batman's uh, like Tyrannosaurus Brex or whatever. Oh no, I don't need those ones. I was thinking today actually about McFarlane earlier and I'm like, you know, he's done Two ver- two different versions of John Stewart, which are great, and I have them both. He's done the animated Justice League version, and he's done like a comic book version. But I really need a McFarlane Hal Jordan, a McFarlane Kyle Rayner, Guy uh, Gardner, Mc- Guy Gardner, Kilowog. Uh, shit, give them all to me. The problem with the Green Lantern core as a toy collector is there's so many options that you could just go ahead and make. Yeah. I've re- I remember there was like that one set that was like extremely overpriced, but it gave you like three mini figures. It was like chipped, uh, uh, deck star and someone else like, a mm-hmm. like another one. That's like, just yeah. like three tiny figures. <laughs> yep. I remember. And it what you're right. It was overpriced. Cause there was a, uh, bah, bah, bah. Oh, the, the third one was, uh, one of, um, Larflees's creatures that come out oh, of his, yeah. it was a little orange dude who had like four legs and like an eyeball on a stock or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I, you know what I was thinking the other day? Cause we, we've mentioned it before 
uh, the McFarlane new the new Suicide Squad figures. Mm. Uh, I'm assuming that King Shark is a build a figure, but if King Shark's not a build a figure, the build a figure should be Starro. I think I'm gonna double check, but I think he is what they. I think that King Shark one is a mega fig. I don't think it's a build a figure. Uh, let me see if I can. Uh, I bet you. Uh, let's keep yeah. talking and I'll look either, for it. Either we... way, King Shark is pretty much the main figure I want because you have his cute little boxers. <laughs> I don't know. I was looking at those going, that's a really good heart. The only one I actually don't care about is, unless he ends up being pretty cool in the movie, is Bloodsport. But I was like, oh my god, a polka dot man figure. <laughs> like, whoever thought I'd get a Polka Dot Man figure? That's so fucking That's funny. That's a line I'm... of figures McFarlane should just make or just figures you never would have thought about. Like, Kite Man, like, Condiment King. Hell yeah, Kite Man. <laughs> Kite Man. Well, I thought that was just the international sign of going back and having sex at your place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that show's getting another season. I need to actually sit and watch it from, like, start to finish. Oh, you really do. It's so funny. Oh yeah, King Shark is a mega um, fig. Yeah. It says here, it's, I found the, it, so he's just a big fig all on his own. And then there's a Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Polka Dot Man, of course, uh, Peacemaker, and then uh, Bloodsport without his mask on and Peacemaker without his mask on, which is just a John Cena figure. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, it's pretty much there. You're like, hey, WWE, you got a, like a, a prototype uh, John Cena figure we can use? <laughs> John Cena! If there's not a moment in either Peacekeeper or Peacemaker and uh, or or in Suicide Squad where they make like a John Cena joke like that, I'm going to be very upset. Yeah, and his name is John Cena! <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, what have you been up to this week, Geeky, besides the fact that we hung out together and went looking for stuff that we couldn't afford to buy. And talked about <laughs> sex stuff. Mm. Um, well, I watched a bunch of movies. Uh, one nice. that you and I have mutually have watched yet, but I fear we'd save that for a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched... I wa- went to my first movie theater experience since, yep. since the whole thing. I went and saw A Quiet Place 2. Mm-hmm. And the you've you haven't you say you haven't seen the first one right I still have never seen the first quiet place the second no. one's good i like it i like the first one more just because there's more talking in the second one so mm. i'm like i was like eh, i kind of like i the one thing i did hear about the first one when the second one was announced was people going uh, how do you do more of... It was one of those things people couldn't quite figure out how you did more of that. Well, it because... literally just picks up right where it left off. Hmm. So I kind of give it... And then it does some cutaways to, like, in the beginning when the first, when it all started. So you get more of an origin of the monsters, which I personally didn't care about. I'm like, I don't need to know where these monsters came from. Mm-hmm. Just put, That always... Yeah, just that does always kind of murder. Suck. Um, the movie, so I give the movie like a 2.5 out of 5. Alright. Um, but the more important thing was, it was the first, since I'm a huge fan of movie theaters and going to the movies, it really put a huge damper on it when the movie theater itself is like, oh, we really need to make movie sales, so we're just gonna let people come in 30 minutes into the film, you can talk and text, 
and mm. people can just talk and it kind of ruined and wh- I, the g- thing I told you like one person just reeked uh, and they were like on the other side of the room yep yeah um, <sighs> but then sucks. I yeah but then I went and rented on Amazon uh, Spiral from the Book of Saw mm. and that movie was okay yeah, that's what you said. I honestly don't think it really needed to be a Saw film. They could have done something different. Uh, because I feel like the whole spiral motif felt more like an afterthought. And they were just like, oh no, we just, this guy's just, uh, we, we, we have to have another Saw film, but we don't want to be an actual Saw film. And I don't know. Hmm. It's something about it. It was it was cool seeing Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, but overall, yep. the I, I told you it was kind of funny because the person that was trying to be like the Jigsaw Killers doing the whole "you want to play a game" and speeches, but it sounded more like Morty. Oh, jeez, oh, you want to play a game? <laughs> yeah, and I just couldn't stop laughing oh, at geez, that. Man, I don't know. You guys, you guys like playing games? I mean, it's uh, just it's just the same old it's just the same old story. Morty's killing Mortys. Yes. Uh, Speaking of uh, Rick and Morty, uh, however, I did start Rick and Morty from the beginning again because the new season's coming out soon. It's either right? the end of this month or beginning yeah. of next month. Yeah. Let's see, Rick and Morty. And of course, once I type in Rick and Morty, the very first thing that comes up is fucking Rick and Morty Fortnite. Yes. Uh, Let's see what it says here. Season 5, episode 1. Yeah, the 20th of this month. 620. Yes. Mm. Yes. Which is funny because, like, I, I've been bouncing around at different... I haven't really stuck to a season. I've just been kind of picking random episodes. Mm-hmm. So, like, after we were talking about I watched the episode where with the slut dragons. Yeah! Yeah, well, fuck, we fuck these woolly mammoths. Shab, you are the only one. Well, it's better than, uh, and then ass play. Or shit play. <sighs> and, um, of course, uh, let's see. Since I've been going from the beginning... I've watched them all. I left off last night. I had just gotten done watching the story train episode. <laughs> um, and they're doing on HBO Max, all the episodes of season four have like little behind the scenes interviews. Yeah, I saw that. They're not great. <laughs> they're not like all that informative and they're very, very short. But it made me laugh so hard. Um, Dan Harmon at the end of the Story Train one uh, is just like, it was either him or one of the other guys. Because, you know, that's the one where first the Tickets Please guy rips off his shirt and he's super muscular and Morty talks about the cum gutters. (laughs) And then uh, 
Story Master rips his shirt off and he's even more ripped. And then he's got even like more cum gutters. And then Jesus rips his shirt off and he's like the most ripped. And so one of them is like, yeah, it's just, it's like a fear of mine that an old man just rips his shirt wide open (laughs) and reveals that he has been training his entire life to kick your ass. (laughs) And also cum gutters is the most disgusting set of words I've ever heard in my life. Like it just... Asks so many disgusting questions like gutters to wear yeah. and how much and what consistency. It's just so disgusting. I love it. Just, just I, mean, I think I that remember, was Dan Harmon saying that, and I was just laughing so hard. I just remember watching the episode for the first time, and just every time they kept saying "come gutters," I just just could not stop laughing at it. <laughs> But the, the whole, it's just a nightmare of mine of an old man just ripping his shirt open to reveal he spent his entire life training to kick your ass. It's, uh, it's just so funny. So I told you the other day, like, there's a new comic book that just came out uh, uh-huh. last week of the Rick and Morty mythos. Uh, and it's called uh, Rick's New Hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's freaking freak. It's so funny. Because it's just literally, uh, I... I uh, I guess the whole gist of it is Rick puts on a new hat that's like kind of like those Fargo hats, mm-hmm. um, but apparently it takes over Rick's body. Oh man! So that's Morty cool. has to kind of take control. But the whole but the whole thing starts with like a a mini story of Rick saving Morty from a puzzle magician who turns people into puzzle pieces. But in the process of it, he like destroys all the puzzle pieces that were characters. And he, like, cuts back and he's like, and that's how I saved Morty from, like, Puzzle Mage. And it's, like, this other puzzle piece is like, yeah, I know. My uncle was in that and you killed him. And he's like, I don't care. Fill up my car. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I, man, I just, I do love Rick and Morty. Uh, The other thing I, I did was I started watching a new Netflix show. Uh, that they've been promoting that's from DC. Mm-hmm. It's a DC Comics property, but I've never read the co- the comic books, but it's called Sweet Tooth. Oh, yeah. That is... Um, oh, it's not straight DC. It's something... It's, it's Vertigo one the... or one of those things. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. One of those subsidiary things. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, so if I'm two episodes in and not bad. Like... I've heard good things about the book it's based on. I've never read it. So the the gist of the sh- I don't know the gist of the show is very kind of on brand with twenty twenty. Uh, mm-hmm. Disease has ridden the world. They call it the sick, uh, and it causes people to die. Obviously, uh, but they have like little mo- motifs, of, like little bits where it's like six feet away, wearing masks, all that stuff. But when the virus hit, at the exact same time, children started getting. Keep going. The children were being born that were hybrid animal people uh, babies. So fear mongers or whatever are now associating it, saying that these new hybrids are the reason why everyone's normal people are dying. Um, so, so far in the story, uh, in the show, 
is you are following this one deer hybrid kid named Gus mm. as he leaves the comfort of a small shack in Yellowstone where his dad died and yep. is going to find his mom. Hmm. It's, it's yep. honestly not bad. All right, let's see. Sweet Tooth was Vertigo and it's uh, by Jeff Lemire. And I think the show is produced by Robert Downey Jr. Yes, it's yeah. uh, his and his wife's. Uh, I can't remember uh, the name of their company, but it is um, their studio. Yeah, it's their their production company is is heading that up. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a. I'll probably watch some more later tonight. But honestly, not bad. It really is actually a, mm. an interesting idea. I kind of wish. Uh, it kind of makes me want to go read the books on the DC app. So I'll probably do that. <laughs> yeah, I might check it out. Uh, I've got a whole bunch of other. Uh, like I, I'm rewatching Rick and Morty, and I've got a whole bunch of Loki starts this week tomorrow. Oh yeah, as we record. It starts on Wednesday? That's yeah, because they made a odd. whole deal when they announced they got pushed up two whole days. Because oh, of that's six, right. Nine, I remember. 69. Okay, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then they then recently, because now everyone today, as of recording, won't shut up about it, which I'm, I'm, I'm still excited to watch. Yeah. But now I'm kind of annoyed at every like how hugely amped it's getting right now. But also... I'm going to cover this right now even though I don't know how factual this is because it's all over the place but apparently the big rumor right now is they've casted somebody or are going to introduce Namor and Atuma in Black Panther to Wakanda Forever. I saw something about Namor yesterday, and I was wondering what that was about. There's like, there's um, literally, like, no one, like, all the, I posted it on ours just to be like, I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm going to post it anyway, but. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't see any, like, casting news or anything. I just saw, like, two separate people I follow on social media make Namor-related posts, and I was like, that's really weird that two people in one day post about Namor and I went looking in the trending topics and I didn't see Namor trending so I just thought it was something the, I, I, the thing I've been seeing lately is uh, that a character actor named Tanash Haruda was cast as Namor hmm. I don't know who this guy is but apparently it's like a whole thing but the more I kept digging into it, the more I'm not finding like actual viable info that supported yeah. this. It's just oh, like, I don't know if it's like a weird fan thing or if someone leaked it and no one's just really running with it. Hmm. I don't know. It's very bizarre. <laughs> hmm. So, but right, I, then. but I mean, it makes the most sense to put Namor in black Panther. Cause even mm-hmm. though I still am not a hundred percent sure what they're doing with the black Panther film. Black Panther himself is supposed to Namor have like this whole freaking rivalry thing. Yeah, the what they're I, I'm still interested to see how they're gonna because they they basically came out and said it, it's gonna focus more on the people of Wakanda and it's like okay, but don't you still need to have 
Black Panther? Black Panther? Just like make, yeah, I just still make have someone like else a Black Panther like in the family. Yeah, and so I have a feeling that's what's going to happen, and they just haven't come out and said it yet because yeah. they're trying to keep it to themselves. Um. Oh, I got mad at a at a Star Wars related thing. Really? Well, because they, I watched like the latest. Uh, I've been still watching Bad Batch, mm-hmm. and it's more and more focusing on Omega the Kid and having this whole like it. Like still her kind of adventure, but they had a side story, uh, a, a story where they were on a planet and they need to get money, and so they meet this. I don't know the race. I don't know what the name of the race, but it's the race that Bosk is from, the reptilian mm-hmm. thing. They meet up with this with this person. They're like, "Oh, we need. I need you to go save this car- This this child named Mo- Momo. I think is the name." <laughs> You have to go okay. save this child named Momo from some slave traders. Mm-hmm. And so the clone warriors are like, okay, cool. And they will go do that for money. And so they go and do that. And it turns out, well, this was two episodes ago, but I, it still made me mad. Um, that it, they go and they find it. And the, it's a whole bait and switch because you find out that Momo is the name of the Rancor that Jabba the Hutt has. And I'm like, I hate you. I hate you, Star Wars, for giving a cutesy name to a badass creature that now is going to be stuck there. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that either, but okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Momo or Moxie. It's something stupid and cutesy, and I'm not a fan of it. <sighs> lame. So lame. Well, um... Yeah, I think we should probably talk about the movie we both watched now because yeah. it's it's the big one that pretty much everybody's been talking about uh, that has been watching movies, and that is uh, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, the third in the main Conjuring franchise, although obviously not the, the third film in the whole Conjuring universe. I think it's universe. like the seventh or eighth film, depending on where your stance of Curse of La Llorona. Uh, everything I've read says that is in there. Yeah. So. Not a fan um, of this film. Yeah, I wasn't wild about it either, actually. Okay, spoiler um, alert right off the bat. And that seems yeah. to be a popular opinion. Uh, yeah. I've seen a lot of people say that, but go ahead. Well, I was going to say, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it right off the bat, I don't. I was actually not a big fan that this was about witches. Mm, mm-hmm. But I was very much hoping for more spooky shit, like more in, like maybe not in exactly possessed children but or maybe possessed artifacts i was expecting sure more along those lines in general i was not expecting this to be a scavenger hunt for them to hunt down totems to a witch <laughs> it was super weird um in terms of like i i appreciate that they didn't want to do a third haunted house movie yeah okay that's fine. You want to do something else. Um, it was missing. This one wasn't directed by James Wan. And I can't remember the director's name of this off the top of my head. It's not that he was a bad director. But I think he didn't have the ability to create dread 
the yeah. same way that James Wan does. Like some of the creepiest stuff in the Conjuring films is very quiet and very small. And this is all very big. It's that the that possessed kid at the beginning that, that kid whole cannot scene. get a break in movies. He's only done horror films, and something <laughs> bad always happens to him. What else is he in? Uh, he was in Color Out of Space. I didn't see that. Uh, okay. That's a fun one. And then he was in, um, I think it was, uh, Julie, what's what's his name? He, I think he was in the remake of Pet Cemetery. Oh, was he? Was he the... I'm not 100% sure on that. Because if he was, he was very young because the kid that was... Julian Hillard. Let's see. Yeah, the kid that was uh, Gage in that movie was very young. So that. Oh, yeah, he was in he was in WandaVision. He's one of Wanda's kids. He's, oh, he, okay. The I haunting, thought he looked... He's in The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. Uh, and I gotta say, for this one... For whatever reason, because I know they're all quote unquote based on true stories, whatever. Um, it bothered me more with this one that it was based on a quote unquote true. Because the 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 kid that did the murdering in this movie was a real person that yeah. did murder somebody in real life, and he was uh, the first person in United States history to try and get out of murder charges by saying he was possessed. That's a real thing that did happen. And the Warrens who were terrible con people did try to help him get out of murdering somebody by saying he was possessed. That all happened. The, the rest of this movie is like that. None of the, the whole, uh, trying to get the, the, when they're having the fight with the witch and he's in the prison and like Ugh. trying to get the curse out of him and like the the windows of the prison are fucking exploding and stuff like okay was... we get we get that this is your fictional movie and like you're obviously taking some liberties but you're really pushing me with this one for for some reason, this one pushed my buttons more with like, okay, this was not, this didn't happen. Like the, <laughs> like, the thing, the thing that kind of really lost me was they go to the dead body of the, one of the, the of the girls, the, the, of the Jessica or whatever, mm -hmm. the girls they find that help with that other case. And Elizabeth's yeah. holding her hand and then it does my, it does the fucking, uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi bit where like she sees the witch and she sees her and it works both ways mm -hmm. and and uh and Patrick Wilson's just sitting there and the the fat mon the fat dead guy is just mm -hmm. standing in the corner and I'm just like come on like what is this <laughs> yeah it was yeah and Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson, very good. Um, I don't understand. Vera Farmiga has several younger sisters. Why they didn't put one of them in, especially uh, her, I believe, youngest sister, Tessa, or Tessa. Uh, Tessa Farmiga is an actress. She's 27 yeah. or 26. Vera is like 
47 or 48. Like, Tessa looks almost exactly like Vera. She could have played younger um, um, Warren. I can't even yeah, think Eli- of her first. Yeah, Elizabeth. Yes. And, you know, and so Vera and Patrick Wilson, they're always great. They're, they're, they're good and everything. Um, the movie makes the Warrens out to be much better than they are. In fact, in real life, um, Ed had a much younger, I believe underage girl come live in their house for the purpose of sex. Oh, um, f- so yeah, despite all that, I, I do love the first two conjuring movies and I don't, I wasn't super thrilled with this one. <laughs> yeah, um, there's already been talk. I've been seeing it's like how someone was like the was like how is the witch, and this is the thing that's been bugging me the most was I've been seeing a lot of reports through like mm-hmm. the things I see on Twitter of like how the witch knows Annabelle, and mm-hmm. I'm just like nope nope stop it just stop it we don't need more Annabelle like move on. <laughs> Well, and the witch thing didn't even necessarily make a whole lot of sense yeah. to me. Like, the, the the priest was there in the town, and he kind of had a passing interest in the occult. Yeah. But then he, like, had a daughter who, like, had more... I, why like, was she there? What? It, it makes no sense what it was, it, like... It was so obvious from the get-go when you saw, like, the when they go to the priest and he's, like, has, like, I have all these occult things. And even with Elizabeth, like, I don't want to go down there to that. And you're like, okay, obviously mm-hmm. he's involved in some way. And it's like, oh, yeah. I had a daughter and she also was into the occult, but we don't what really was... know why. Yeah, what year was this movie set in? Because I think they the were also... 60s? Uh, no, oh. this one is... Um... Hang on, I have a timeline. No, it's the eighties. Can... It's the eighties. Yeah, this was, I think, getting into satanic panic time in the United States when suddenly everybody uh, was thinking that there were just satanic ritual abuse cases going on all over the place and stuff like that. And so there was a little bit of that in here too yeah. with. Um, I think it's like, uh, I think it's, uh, like 80, 83, 84. Yeah. 81. 81. Yeah. yeah. It just, the, the other, uh, this was an, another one of those cases too, where like, I really hated that they kind of focused on some, I really hated how, uh, the guy who killed, he's like mopping and he's trying to get his bucket and the and the monks uh the dead person's just singing call me or whatever mm-hmm. i'm just like oh man like there's yeah this movie had a lot more weird campy like big horror moments versus yeah. just some subtle like uncomfortable ones yeah, that's, uh, I mean, the, the closest I can cite in this movie to feeling like The Conjuring to me was when the kid uh, goes in to get on the waterbed. Yeah. That was really good. But yeah, the rest of it, like the whole beginning was the possessed kid, like with the body twitching and going in the weird angles. And then at the end, he had the same body twitching and angles. Um, 
I think the scene when he actually commits the murder is also really good where he's like not feeling well and he's hallucinating that his drunk landlord is a monster coming to get him. Yeah, like that stuff at the beginning was really good. But then when they started going backwards into like, well, we need to understand what's happening from the beginning and started like getting more and more involved with before anything that happened before they found the totem. Yeah, what? that's pretty much yeah. it, is when Lorraine goes under the house and finds the witch totem, that's pretty much when it starts going downhill. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I was like, oh, fucking witches? Come on. Because I also even thought it was interesting. Uh, they set up, you know, Ed has his massive heart attack, so you're taking one of your main players pretty much off the board, and they had it... Um, where and you know that could have led to some more interesting things than it did, except for the fact that it did. Ed, Ed is basically fine for the. Re- I mean, he forgets his pills, but it never comes into play. It's like it comes into play like afterwards, where he just like and like at the very end of the film. No he's kidding! Like, oh. At the very end, when he's leaving the house to go to the priest's house because he knows Lorraine is there. They show his bottle. He leaves his pills on the table and you're thinking, oh great, Ed is going to like have another heart attack trying to save Lorraine. And then he just doesn't. Yeah. And then at the very end afterwards when the cops show up and they're just like, I forgot to bring my pill. And she just had one on her. In her locket. Yeah. It's just like, okay, that did nothing. Right, it was not, yeah, and Ed chasing Lorraine around with the axe was okay, it felt a little bit like, not Amityville necessarily to me, it reminded me a lot of Insidious, uh, when Patrick Wilson's character gets taken over, or is that Insidious 2, one of them. I think Uh, that's Insidious 2. Yes, when uh, Patrick Wilson's character gets taken over by uh, one of the one of the ghosts, <laughs> it, it, to even kind of add on to this kind of crap. Uh, I so I bought the first issue of the DC Comics Conjuring mm-hmm. uh, book. I hate it. <laughs> oh really? Well, because it's basically the story of the witch, and it's the story of the two girls that die that they. That that they have ah, to help the, the one that did the stabbing. At yeah, the, it's mm. it's that story that they then the the that's like a three part. It's a three part story about that murder, but then it stops and a few pages are the stories of other is this, I guess each issue is a story of another of a haunted artifact in the Warren house. So this one hmm. is like the first part of the Jessica story, and then the second half is just. A mini story about the ferryman. Huh. And I'm just like, oh, the, wow, this the, sucks. Uh, the ferryman, uh, that was written by Scott Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ferryman stuff, I'm like, cool, that's fun. But the story before, I just didn't care because now I knew it was like, oh, it's a witch. And I don't care. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. It so kind that's of a really shame downplayed because... it. Yeah, and I... I feel like there was a better, I'd like to, eh, I don't know how they came up with 
because I, I read that they were thinking maybe that they were going to talk about like lycanthropy and maybe like do like an American werewolf in London kind of thing. That was one of the ideas that they tossed around originally. And I, I know that they were looking obviously for one of the quote unquote real things that the Warrens investigated. And that's how they came up with this murder. But I'm wondering how much of the witch stuff was pulled from the probably none of it there was i don't think any of that because like i think they probably a, invented that whole cloth which yeah. means i'm wondering how they went from here's this guy who claimed to be possessed to okay let's actually just make it this witch's curse <laughs> well it's i think because the uh, this is just me speculating because the devil notions kind of been done with insidious uh, and other things. They were trying to find a way to kind of make a different avenue out of it. Well, the Insidious doesn't have the devil. Insidious is uh, just the further and ghosts oh, go, yeah. you know, ghosts and evil spirits can come out of the further. Um, but I think that's like, that's the problem though. So we're in like a, there's so many stories involving kids being possessed and mm-hmm. most of the time, I'll still watch them, like, Exor- I mean, Exorcist, Insidious, all those films, like, some sort of, like, that always involves possession, and I mm-hmm. and I appreciate that they were like, no, we should take this in a different direction, because we kind of covered this in five to six movies already. Yeah, and they, they weren't going, I mean, because The Conjuring and Conjuring 2 were both haunted house movies, so they... And all the Annabelle films are just haunted doll, and then you have The Nun, which is a corrupt nun that uh, shows that uh, that gets possessed. So they sort of, this was sort of a, a supernatural murder mystery. Yeah. And... I don't know. I guess now we're just talking in circles because I just feel like there was a better movie in this movie to be made. Yeah. And they didn't find it. (laughs) Well, get ready for however, uh, for whatever Conjuring film they're going to set up attached to this. I I bet you there aren't very many more. Uh, I bet you because they they supposedly are still doing that Crooked Man movie, but we haven't heard anything about it in so long. I bet that fell through the cracks with all the times that WB got sold and whatnot. Well, I'm sure they'll probably make another Annabelle, like a fourth Uh, Annabelle in the future. um, I know there was supposed to be a sequel to The Nun, uh, but that hasn't had any movement either as far as I know. Yeah, because that movie got critically panned as being terrible. (laughs) Right, so I'm guessing, um, plus I know that uh, either the victim's family or the family of the boy that did the murdering, um, one of those families came out in pretty strong opposition to, as people tend to do with um, anything that's based on true crime, um, there's usually a lot of opposition to the idea of glorifying somebody else's pain. Yeah. Um, so especially when it's something like the conjuring that is sensationalizing it all so much and throwing in witches and demons and big fat dead men running out of the dark and it's just a normal day. 
just a normal day. And yet, I would still live in a house full. If I, if I had a room with all those cursed objects, if they were real, I'd be down with that. Uh, Zach Baggins, who is a real life ghost hunter, he had a show on one of those fucking channels that used to be actually about real things and then just turned into the haunting alien and bigfoot network oh history like channels <laughs> yeah either history or discovery because i think even discovery is like that now um he has a haunted museum in las vegas and i believe is the current owner of the real annabelle doll the the raggedy ann doll the raggedy uh, the raggedy ann because uh the warrens used to have uh that that museum that you see in the conjuring movies uh in the back of their house you used to be able to go tour that they set that up because uh the warrens loved money and they loved fleecing people out of that money to see uh, fake haunted things. Uh, but they they closed it down. Ed and Lorraine are both dead, and I guess their kids and grandkids didn't want to run it. Uh, and I think Zach Baggins in Las Vegas has that Annabelle doll, or he he may have even sold it. But I I'm just saying, like, if those cursed, I- would you live in a house if you had a room full of those cursed objects if it was real? If they were actually cursed? Yeah, like if that was an actual thing. Like that room was full of, like, a full of just cursed objects. That oh no, I'm a pussy. <laughs> I'd be down. I would be so um, down. They, but on the other hand, if if somebody said, "Oh my God, here's all these cursed things. Please take them away from me in my life now," I'd be like, "All right," because <laughs> I'm I need, me and I, I don't. I think need some, I need some adventure in my life. <laughs> Yeah, because I well, not only that, I don't think they're cursed or haunted at all, and I would be very interested to be like, all right, shit, prove me wrong. Let me collect some evidence. I wonder like, if there's a way we can curse an item. I don't know. And the other thing I've always wanted to see that I think is there's a doll in Key West, Florida. And I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Anyway, he's supposedly haunted, and he's in this little museum down there, and he's surrounded by apology letters from people who visited him in the past. Because the legend of this doll is, if you go in there and you take his picture without asking permission to take his picture, you get cursed, and bad things will happen to you in the only way that to make the bad thing stop happening is to write an apology letter to this doll. And I'm like, I so fucking bad want to find this doll and take its picture and come home and see if anything bad ever happens to me, which I I don't think it will. But if it does, I will change my mind. (laughs) I think we have a whole episode planned out now. We'll just go find cursed objects and test it. I am, oh God, it's going to drive me crazy. It's something the doll, Key West, Florida. It's a creepy ass looking doll too, because it's old as hell. Haunted doll, Key West. Robert, and he is a little sailor. And he's got a little teddy bear or a little stuffed dog. And 
it's creepy looking and yeah sweet all right guys so we're gonna start a patreon where you guys will send us money so we can go on adventures to mock cursed objects and see what happens (laughs) oh my god i would have so much fun dude i'm telling you we might have something here i know i really would i would just oh my god it's like um oh this is way off topic but there was a house and again, I think this comes back to Zach Baggins somehow. <laughs> I Somehow I know a lot about this dude because I follow these weird stories. There was a house. Uh, I can't remember what state it was in where supposedly, again, it was it was like a basically like a conjuring house where like the walls bled and like supposedly someone had like flown and hit the ceiling and yeah. stuff like that. And I think I think Zach Baggins bought it. And I'm like, dude, you your business model is so weird. Like I'm telling how you, many people to can want to you're going to buy this whole ass house. How many people are going to show up here? <laughs> I'm telling you, I think we have a business practice here. We just get a bunch of money. We find all these areas that have like, or houses or whatever. They have like quote unquote cursed items and mm-hmm. we go and mock them. And then we yeah. record what happens. <laughs> yeah. I'm a hundred percent sure if you hopped on eBay right now and typed in haunted doll, so many supposedly haunted dolls would pop up. Dude, we can start a TikTok of all this stuff. TikTok. I still don't know how to. Cool kids. I've never used TikTok. I don't know how. I I haven't either. But I'm telling you right now, we can have a whole cursed TikTok of just like, yeah, we bought these all. Like we, the whole purpose of this is we buy, quote unquote, cursed objects and see if it actually is cursed or not. Mm. Yeah. I just want to be like the cool kids. Like the cool kids. <laughs> I don't want to be like the cool kids. Yeah, I've never been a cool kid. What? What's the point of being a cool kid? I don't. Just like have. We were watching like way off topic, but like watching. I was watching. We a don't show. have a topic this yeah. episode, apparently. Well, I was watching a show with my mom, and there's like kids that just graduated high school. And I'm like, you are not high school students. You are clearly in your mid twenties, and you like <laughs> kids are like jacked as all hell. Girls are, ja- yeah, and the girls well, are just like. Oh, it's I- like watching uh, the original Sam Raimi Spider Man movie where Joe Manganiello <laughs> as Flash Thompson rolls up, and he's clearly just a full ass adult <laughs> hanging out at high school. It's like, yeah, it was like. <laughs> Uh, we've been watching a lot of shows where it's like a bunch of these kids. I'm like, no way. No, you liar. <laughs> if you ever want, you know, though, it does, if you ever want, just look up um, like teenagers from like the olden days. And you're like, you're looking at pictures of like, uh, just find an article that's like, you know, photos that prove people you young people used to look older or something like that. And it's just a bunch of dudes in, in yeah, mostly dudes. It's mostly not women, but mostly dudes from like the sixties and the seventies and stuff like that, that just look, it's, 
you know, they're at like high school and they look like they already have a mortgage, smoke three packs a day and like work nine to five jobs to support four kids. <laughs> and it's... Well, back in the olden days, you had a, you, your life started when you went to high school. I know, I guess so. Cause I was driving by the high school the other day cause it's, I have to drive by there for work and it was, you know, the time of day when the kids were letting out and all I could think was, these all look like they belong back at the middle school. Like, why do all these high schoolers look like they belong in the fifth grade? They're all so small. And then I was like, oh, I think I'm just really old now. Well, yeah, there's like, I see, I'll be ringing up people at work all the time. And I'll get, like, they'll pull out like their credit cards and stuff. And I'll be like, you're too young to have a credit card. And then they'll like, I'll see like their like college card or whatever. And they'll just be like, oh, my God, I need to go to bed at, like, 9 o'clock now. Like, I I need to go home and watch my soaps. My favorite was, what was it the other day that you texted me that there were girls in there buying, like, I Heart Dick magnets yeah. or something like that? And they're clearly tiny, like, small children. Like, oh, God. Oh, it's, it's terrible it's terrible did you uh did you get a chance to check out that show i was telling you about the not other night? yeah i'll probably i'll try uh, what's it called again I couldn't the remember. goes wrong show it it's on amazon watch i've only watched two episodes maybe. so far it's very british so be prepared for like british style humor but it it reminds me a little bit of um kind of monty python type yeah. humor uh but the whole premise is there's this theater troupe that once a week puts on a half hour play live on television. But then as the title of the show itself, they're called like the, the something players or something like their show is like the something player, the fictional show. Yeah. And then the show is called, and then just every possible thing goes wrong. Just everything. They, they, they miss their cues, like stuff breaks. <laughs> like it's really, really funny. I was rolling. I'm down. I'm um, down to check that out. Yeah. You know what else um, that happened this past week? Even though we were not invited, uh, Disney had their opening for their Marvel uh, studio at Disneyland. Did you see the fucking Spider-Man robot? Yes. What the fuck? The one that does the flip? Yeah, the one that swings. <laughs> yes! I was like, oh my god. It like, like someone swings. pointed out that, like, yeah, it's an animatronic. Like, no way that's an animatronic. I thought it was a stuntman, and I was like, that is... Because when I first thought it was a stuntman, I was like, they're letting that dude do that multiple, multiple times? Because it's a high-off-the-ground, dangerous-ass-looking flip. Yeah. And then someone was like, no, that's an animatronic. And I was, and they showed, like, the prototype video, and I was, blew my fucking mind. And at the same time, I'm also not extremely excited for an event. Like, the, the thing about Disney that I've always been a fan of is like mm -hmm. the whimsical nature. You can go meet your favorite Disney characters, Goofy yeah. uh, and stuff. When you add in, like, it's a little bit with Star Wars, but more so with mm -hmm. Marvel. It's like, oh, you can go and meet Spider-Man and Thor. And it's like, I could well, meet those guys anywhere because anyone can get those suits. <laughs> I was at Disneyland last two years ago when I visited my brother. And the different, the problem with Disneyland is it's very, very small. 
You've been in Disneyland, right? Yes. I've it's never been sm- to the California Adventure portion. Okay. Disneyland is wicked small because they didn't have a lot of area to put it on. Yeah. And then by the time they built Disney World and thought, hey, we should maybe expand Disneyland too, just th- there was nowhere to put it. So the Star Wars portion is sort of off in a corner. Like you kind of have to walk or it's not like right there in the park. You kind of have to walk towards the back and in a corner to get to galaxy's edge where they were putting Avengers campus is just kind of right in the middle of everything. And I can't remember, I think it's in the California adventure part. It is. Cause it's which is a little kind of close to like the guardians of the galaxy ride. It's a little less Disney over there because yes, they turned the fucking tower of terror into the, um, guardians of the galaxy ride, which I'll never forgive them for. But then it's also over by the Incredicoaster, which is based on the Incredibles. Yeah. The cars area. Uh huh. So it's kind of like right there in the middle of just kind of a hodgepodge. It's still not in the uh, Magic King. Do they still call it the Magic Kingdom? Yeah, you still have the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, so it's not like right up against the Magic Kingdom, but it's still in kind of a weird place because they didn't have any more land to build out, so they kind of built it in the middle. <laughs> yeah, it's not much the actual building, because I'm sure it's going to be fine from everything I've been seeing about it. It looks cool, mm-hmm. but it's I'm not excited about it. Like, if I go to Disneyland, I'll probably stick to more of the Disney portion. Right. Because, like, like, they showed, like, people... They were showing up, like, the people dressed up as, like, Star-Lord and, like, Nebula and Gamora and stuff like that. And I'm like, cool, whatever. But then it's like you see like the they do like villains night around Halloween in Disney. I'm like that's cool. Like you see like the wolf from yeah. like three little pigs. Like those kind of characters like are like more interesting to me yeah. versus whatever the California portion is. The California and, Adventure portion is is fun, but it is that is where you go over to I if I'm remembering correctly, that is the portion that like Galaxy's Edge is part of. Uh, I could be wrong. No, Galaxy's um, Edge is in like the back of Disney, like the like. That's near, right. It's in the back yeah. of the Disneyland portion. Yeah, it's like um, more. It's near like Future World or Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit closer to that. But um, my favorite thing that I remember over in the Cars ride is really fun. Like the the racing ride is really fun, and then um. The Guardians of the Galaxy ride is still fun because it's still the basic mechanics of the Tower of Terror. It's just they changed it in the Guardians. Like to, I would like to do California Adventure one time just mm-hmm. to be like, and then, cool. And then the Incredicoaster is really fun. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, we, we got to go back there or go to Disney World sometime soon. I'm more interested in going back to Disney World just because I haven't been there in a long time. And there's a lot more because you go Disney World, Epcot, Animal Kingdom... Oh, yeah, I miss those. I miss those so much. Yeah. And then I also, I've never been to the, I've been two times to the, um, I've been twice to Disneyland and uh, Universal Studios out there, but I've never been to, and I've been two or three times to Disney World, but I've never been to Universal Studios Florida, Me which either. again is bigger than universal studios in california just and i think that's where they're gonna put the first 
I think that's where the the first American uh, Super Mario World is supposed to open. I think. Uh, I believe you're right. Yeah, because I think Flor because I think Hollywood's focusing more on something else. I can't remember what. Well, and I had forgotten until you and I were in there that the again that the Universal Studios Hollywood is so small. Yeah. Um. And I also want to see the uh, Florida version of the Harry Potter world because it's it's they've got uh, different rides. They got different one. rides. They actually have like Diagon Alley with like the fire breathing mm-hmm. dragon. Right, that's right, the fire breathing dragon. Yeah. yeah, and then like an actual walk up to like Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I miss theme parks. Next year. <laughs> Next year. Next year, that's the goal. Damn it! Next year. Next year, we're gonna we're gonna find time. We're gonna go down. We're gonna have the money. I'm not gonna live in Florida. <laughs> I was gonna say time in. No, you don't want to live in Florida. Yeah. Florida's a terrible place. Sorry yeah. to everybody I know in Florida that I actually like because I do know and like people that live in Florida. I just every time I think about the fact that they live in Florida, I feel bad for them. <laughs> I just think of uh, the hormone monsters. Like everything goes in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten about that. <laughs> Sings that if whole you touch song. It, you can fuck it. <laughs> oh my god, I had forgotten all about that. Oh. <laughs> well, by mm. next episode, we'll at least have Loki to talk about. Yeah, two whole episodes. Are they doing? Is it one? Is it one? I think, uh, or two on tomorrow. I think they're doing the first two, like they did with Falcon Winter uh, Soldier. Falcon and WandaVision. Probably. That makes sense. That's usually what they do, because didn't they do that with Mandalorian, too? I don't know. Can't remember. App is. Try to see if I can find out. Yeah. Even if it's just one. Because Loki is going to be an hour, right? Or 40 ish minutes. Loki is six episodes. About forty to fifty minutes each. Yep. Okay. So it's around. It's it's about the same as Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Hell right. yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think that's about it. I do too. Yeah, I think that wraps that up for this week, which is good because I have been out in the heat all day and time to take I, a nap. Yeah, I'm like running on you can't tell by listening to me this episode i don't think but i do feel like i'm running on empty (laughs) (laughs) oh shit so yeah we'll talk to everybody next week later later The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. If you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review. We really do appreciate it. Find us online on Facebook. Just look for Two Broke Geeks. Find us on Instagram, 2BGPod, and on Twitter, at 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com or on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Oh, it's over. It's over.